You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Well, hit the center. Hanniger going back. He's at the track, right to the wall. He will turn and watch it fly. And there's the first run of 2019. A tremendous shot off the bat of Steven Piscotti. It's now time for the A's Clubhouse Show. And welcome back to Fenway Park, where the Red Sox take the first game of the series 9-4 over the A's. Well, the A's had a a stunning and difficult-to-swallow defeat in Toronto yesterday. In today's game, I think maybe equally, if not more so, frustrating and hard to swallow for different reasons as the Athletics we're able to unload on a struggling Eduardo Rodriguez, the starter for the Red Sox. The A's put four runs on the board in the top of the second, but then the A's just unraveled with Frankie Montas on the mound in the bottom of the third. A misplay and a double play ball. A misplay and a routine ground ball to first. A misjudged fly ball to center field. And the Red Sox scored six times in the bottom of the third. All the runs unearned. They has made two errors yesterday. They made two more today. They had a runner picked off yesterday, a runner picked off today. So you'd like to be functioning on all cylinders. But right now, the A's are scuffling, pitching, and hitting. And there have been some breakdowns fundamentally as well. And all you can do if you're the A's is just to try to bounce back tomorrow, work hard, try to fight your, your way out of it. But uh, right now, the A's are in a funk. And they'll turn to Aaron Brooks tomorrow as the A's will try to even the series in game two with the first pitch at 4-10 Pacific time. So 9-4 in favor of the Red Sox. When we come back, Chris Townsend will pick up the coverage. A's Clubhouse continues after this. Here's to the little wins in life, like the fact that receiving a big hug can actually burn calories. And cuddling with a puppy is stress therapy in a very who's a good girl kind of way. So put on some SPF 30, take a walk without a destination, and know that whatever little win wins the day for you, Kaiser Permanente will help you thrive your way every day. Kaiser Permanente. Thrive. Visit kp.org to learn more. Who doesn't love a good happy hour? The Cornerstone gives your group a unique happy hour experience. The area treats up to 40 to 50 guests with a package that includes food and beverage, along with an intimate pregame experience. Plus, the experience comes with an awesome seating option that we can build to fit your needs. To learn more about the Cornerstone and other unique group experiences, visit athletics.com groups. Athletics.com groups. Chris Townsend with you here on the AIDS Clubhouse Show after the AIDS lose game one of their three-game set with the Boston Red Sox 9-4. Ken Korak, the voice of summer and the voice of your Oakland Athletics, joins us here once again. And, Ken, what is going on, Ken? Help, <laughs> Help. me here. I'm drowning. Well, there are times in every season when you go into a funk, and the A's are, I guess it's their time right now, Chris. You just hope it doesn't last for too long because uh, it's been rough. It really has been. And there are these long games. What, tonight was three hours and 24 minutes. Yesterday was three hours and 58 minutes. What's it like being around the team right now? It's just, it's just, it's just, I can just tell. Normally I would know because they would be here. But since we haven't seen them, it just seems like a really bad vibe right now. Well, I don't really notice that, Chris. I think when you're struggling, it can appear like that. And when you're not hitting, one of the things about 
a team when you're not hitting. And the A's had just eight hits today and four runs. And in the series against Toronto, they scored seven runs on 15 hits. It gives the appearance of lethargy. I don't know that the A's are that way. I was in the clubhouse for a while today and also in the dugout and spent a lot of time down in the field. And, you know, baseball players are pretty good about turning the page. And I didn't really sense that. And especially, Chris, when you look at how good the A's at bats were in the top of the second. I mean, they had Eduardo Rodriguez on the ropes. Uh, they had the Red Sox had the bullpen warming up. The A's had a great inning, and they scored four times. I mean, today the story of the game was the A's defense in the bottom of the third. I mean, simply, if, if that doesn't happen, and the, if the A's execute defensively, this very likely would have been a different ballgame. Where are you guys going to do the manager show tomorrow? Because you've got to <laughs> find some special spot. Remember, there, all those years ago, it was like more than a half century ago when Ted Williams hit that famous home run into right field that was like estimated at 502 feet or something way up in the seats in right. Well, one afternoon to try to get the A's out of a losing streak, uh, Bill King and Art Howell went out there and sat in that seat. It's marked in red out there. <laughs> That's where they did the show from. So I wouldn't put, uh, put it past Melvin tomorrow. Yeah, you talk about the defense. That's now 15 errors in 18 games. Yeah, no, it's an issue. And, and Jurickson Profar and his throwing is an issue. And it just looks like it's become a metal thing with him. And uh, there's no doubt that he is going to have to deal with that. I mean, he's such an important part of the present and also the future after they traded for him. Uh, to be the regular second baseman, there was no doubt about that. Uh, we know that Matt Olson's going to come back and play for us and Henry's Morales, he's a DH. He's doing the best he can at first base, but he just, you know, lateral movement is not really part of his game right now. So, you know, the right side of the infield has been scuffling defensively. Yes, and I'm glad you said that because I think it is a really good point. We'll get back to Profar in a minute. We cannot expect Kendry's Morales at this point in his career and where his body is to think that he's going to be a really good defensive first baseman. I mean, he's out there because the A's are desperate. He is a designated hitter. He is not an everyday player when it comes to defense. And I think Canna was going to play more and more until Olsen gets back, and now Canna's on the the, uh, IL. And Morales is doing everything he can. He's doing the best he can. He just just doesn't have a lot of movement over there, Chris, like you said. And then back to Jerickson. I feel so bad for the kid, you know, because whenever somebody has so talented, but it's their brain that's getting in the way, it's sad to see. And even, I mean, that ball he crushed in his last at-bat that went, I think StatCast had it like 408 feet or whatever, that's a home run anywhere else. But in Fenway Park, you hit it that part of, that, that part of center field, it's, uh, you're putting eight in your scorebook. Big hit down the left field line to drive in two, batting right-handed in his first at-bat. Yeah, he drilled that ball out to the triangle. A lot of balls have died out there in gloves of, in the gloves of center fielders in Boston, Chris, but um, I don't know what the answer is defensively for him, and they're, they're working with him. I mean, the A's have great people working with the infielders like Al Padrique and Matt Williams, one of the great infielders of his day, and so... You know, if, you, if it just gets to the point more and more where it becomes mental, even more mental, and now it really erodes his confidence, you know, now it, it becomes an issue, Chris, and you, you would just hate to see that happen to the kid because he's putting enough pressure, more than enough pressure on himself already. No doubt about it. We saw it in Baltimore with Chris Davis. Just when you see these guys struggle like this, 
uh, it is tough to watch and you have compassion for him. Let's go over the highlights as the Athletics really got it going early, and this looked like it was going to be a special game, and it started with Profar. And here's the pitch to Profar. The delivery on the way, and it's driven down the left field line in the corner, a fair ball and going to the wall. That'll score two runs. Profar's around first. He puts on the brakes as Benintendi plays it back. It's a single, two-hopping the green monster, scoring Pinder and Laureano, and the A's take a 2-0 lead. That was a very good sign. And then the next batter, Fegley, got into the action. Here's the 2-0 pitch to Fegley. That's a drive into left for a base hit. That'll score Profar. Benintendi over to field the ball on the track and turning it first, holding with a single as Fegley and his 3-0 athletics. But as we know, Ken, if you say which ballpark is the toughest 27 outs, uh, you could be sitting in that ballpark right now. Which is why Alex Cora went to uh, Barnes in the ninth inning. I mean, the A's were one base runner away from bringing the tying run up in the ninth, and you had a fly ball to left that's caught almost everywhere else. It can get over the green monster, and that's why I've always said that there's more drama, more sense of drama because of the monster and the intimacy of that left field wall at Fenway Park in the ninth inning. It's, it really can be tough to get the 27th out. And then we head to the bottom of the third inning, and Bradley Jr. would ground out to third. Vasquez would walk. And then, of course, the air by Profar. And then another air by Frankie Montas at first base. That's a tough one on Frankie. That really uh, should be on Kendry's. But as we said, he's, he's not moving that great. And then the, then the Red Sox would make the A's pay. Montas readies and fires. Fastball line to ride a base hit in front of Piscotti. One run is home with Vasquez. They hold Lynn up as the throw comes in on one bounce to the plate. But the Red Sox are on the board. Betts drives in number 14, and the A's lead has been cut to 4-1. And a guy that is just an offensive force, and you cannot blame him for the Red Sox start because J.D. Martinez is continuing to put up numbers, and what I love about him is he can hit it to all fields. Here's the 1-0. Basketball grounded through the right side, a base hit. Lynn is home. Benintendi stops at third. Everybody again. Moves up a base, and it's 4-2 Oakland. Martinez shoots one between Morales and Profar to make it 4-2 Oakland. Great power, great opposite field power, and he'll take what you give him, and he has no problem shoot one through the right side. He is such a special bat. He is a complete hitter, and you go back several years ago now when he was non-tendered by the Astros. So they could have re-signed him. Anybody really could have. Last on to him there, he wound up with the Tigers, and the rest is history because he's one of the best all-around hitters in baseball. Yeah, and I guess in his contract, he has an opt-out after this season and another one after the mm. next season. So uh, Dave Dombrowski's got a lot of uh, contract things he's going to have to yeah. deal with. Mookie Betson, because you can't let this guy go. This guy's special. One more, and this, was really, this would really kind of put the game out of reach. And Montas... Delivers. Fastball, fly ball to center. Laureano broke in. Now has to go back. And it's over his head. He misplayed it. It's in the triangle. Benintendi is home. Betts coming to the plate. He scores standing up. Martinez at third. Bogarts at second. And it's a brand new game. The A's four and the Red Sox four. As Bogarts gets a gift double on a ball that was misjudged by Ramon Laureano in center field. The defense has absolutely collapsed in the sitting behind Montas. 
They'd score six in the inning, and after that, the Athletics did not. They, they, they put up a fight in the ninth, but, you know, they added another one. The Red Sox did in the fifth, another one in the seventh, another one in the eighth, and it was ball game over. And Laureano on that, is that, you think, have, having never played here, really not understanding how deep it is in center field, do you think it was the inexperience why we saw that double? I don't know if that was the factor because there was plenty of room back behind him, and it's not the, the big acreage is way out in right center, so straightaway center is not that unusual, but we don't know. He had never played here before, like you said, because the A's had a series early in the year, and he wasn't called up until the middle of August. Maybe it's something coming off the bat and the different background behind the plate trying to get a feel for that, but for whatever reason, as Vince described it, uh, no doubt he misjudged that ball. Well, there's always a game tomorrow, Ken. That's the great thing about baseball, Mr. Townsend. That's right. Go get, go get some lobster and let's forget about this one. Okay, buddy. Talk to you tomorrow. The great Ken Korak after the Red Sox beat the A's 9-4. to It's tough. I mean, that's, that is the thing about baseball. When you're winning, it's the greatest thing in the world. When you're losing, oh, my God. It's really tough. And right now, the inconsistencies – and you just get swept, you get out to a lead. I mean, kind of like yesterday, even though it was in extra innings, you know, the A's got a three-run lead in the 11th inning, and then they squandered it. Well, they had a four-run four lead in the second inning. Then they squandered it. And defense, we got to talk about defense. We can also take your phone calls at 510-897-1322. That's 510-897-1322. A's with the loss to the Red Sox 9-4. We'll talk about it right here on the A's Clubhouse Show. As we watch the suburban garden gnome carefully, carefully without disturbing it, we notice that it moves like not at all. It's inanimate and utterly without brain function. But despite that, when a garden gnome hears about how Geico not only saves people money, but also gives them access to licensed agents 24-7 online and over the phone, it's clear to them you should switch. Because yes, switching to Geico is a no-brainer. But on second thoughts, maybe don't watch garden gnomes too carefully. People might talk. The Buckeye State invades Oakland as the Cincinnati Reds and Cleveland Indians visit the ballpark. With a three-game series starting on May 7th against Yasiel Puig and the New Look Reds, followed by a weekend series against the AL Central champion Indians. Now is the time to grab seats. Plus, Friday, May 10th is our 510-day fireworks celebration, honoring the 510 area code. Grab your tickets today at athletics.com slash tickets. Athletics.com slash tickets. Chris Townsend with you here on the A's Clubhouse Show. The number is 510-897-1322. That's 510-897-1322. Yeah, you want to just say, hey, listen, it's another loss. Don't worry. Turn the page. But, man, it just after feeling really good about beating the Rangers over the weekend, you know, you, you lose two walk-offs. Two walk-off games to the Toronto Blue Jays. You get swept by the Blue Jays. And then you come in here to Fenway and you have a game like this. And a couple things that are not happening. One is the homers have dried up. And right now, the A's are 0-10 when they do not hit a dinger. 0-10. 
That's how reliant they are on home runs. Kind of scary. When I saw that in the game notes today, I was like, oof. And when they're, when they're out homered by the other team, now there wasn't a home run in this game, so, but I had that stat for you yesterday. When they're out homered, they're one in nine. And then the other thing that is very disturbing right now is the defense. And obviously there's something majorly wrong with Jerks and Profar. I hate that. I, I, when, when you know that someone's struggling because it's a mental thing, and you see it in all sports, it gets in your head. It happens with field goal kickers. It happens with shooters in basketball. It just it happens in golf. Some of the greatest golfers of all time have gotten the yips putting. You're talking about guys, major champions, who all of a sudden now can't putt. They're still physically the same. Why can't they make the putts? It's in their head. We saw it with Steve Sachs, Chuck Knobloch, Mackie Sasser. Some pitchers lose feel of certain pitches, and they, they, they have trouble getting it back, and they totally lose the confidence in it. Nothing's changed with the arm. Nothing's changed with the body. I don't know if Profar has a little bit maybe of a shoulder injury. I, I don't know that. We'll have David Force on this week, the David Force Show, on A's Cast, and we'll ask, we'll ask him. And I was so happy to have Profar get that hit to start off the game. Like, okay, here we go, some good momentum here. And then he couldn't complete the double play, and he threw that ball just right. And that Marcus Simeon, you know, if you're Marcus Simeon and you're getting a throw, or you're a first baseman, if you're Morales, I know Canna's on the uh, injured list, but if it was Canna, Penders played first. Who's ever playing first? There's a ball hit to second base. You or your your Marcus, and you're expecting the throw from him, you have no clue where it's going to go. You know, they tell you as a middle infielder, always be prepared for a bad throw. That's what they teach you. But, my God, what, what I mean, that ball he just threw right in the dirt. The confidence and... The chemistry between the two. And if a guy starts having the mental issues, I don't know if you can actually get into that kind of rhythm that you need to be in. And I don't know what what do you do to get out of it. That's seven errors for Jerickson and Profar in 31 games. Let's go to Steve from Paradise. Steve, you are on the A's Clubhouse show. Tony, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Go ahead. Hey, Tony. Uh, first of all, I want to congratulate you um, on the new role here. I used to call in a lot on the old station until I couldn't take that flagship well, anymore. <laughs> well, thank you very much. And, uh, yeah, it's a, a dream opportunity, everything that we're doing here on 860, 1140, and especially with A's cast and what we're able to do and give the A's by far the best coverage they have ever had since they moved to Oakland. It's awesome, man. It's, it's proper coverage. It's the most the A's have had in my lifetime, and we appreciate you. Um, and my second, my second comment really will second and then third will be a question. The second is I'm not too worried yet. I remember last year this team wasn't really complete until about mid June, 
And this current roster has a lot of upgrades waiting in the minors. Like Sean Murphy, just defensively, will be a fast upgrade over Hunley or uh, Begley. And, you know, we're waiting on the pitching, obviously. Mania, Lazardo, Cotton, Puck. We need that. But Matt Olson is a huge upgrade over Morales, who's just been in nothing. And we, my question to you really is, if Profar keeps this up, how long of a leash do you think Hayes Grass has with him? And if they give you, say, another month, would you rather have Franklin Barreto or Mateo come up? Yeah, that is the uh, that is the million dollar question right now because they obviously they went out and got him, and because they went out and got him, they got to give him a, a, a large sample size. But I don't know, and I can ask David Force that. And appreciate the phone call and the kind words. Um, I can, uh, and let's pause for station identification right here on the A's radio network. Eight sixty a.m. The answer. KTRB San Francisco. Radio home of the Oakland Athletics. Yeah, because at some point, you got to start wor- worrying about the, the mental side of what's going on with this player. And if he's, he's got he's to get right. And if he just keeps going out and failing and failing, you could just crush him for the entire year. Now, it's interesting you bring up the two guys. You know, unfortunately for Barreto, he has gone down, obviously frustrated. He had a lot of people thinking that he should be in the big leagues. And that's the other thing with a, with a young player, shipping him up and down and up and down. That's one of the things about Matt Olson that I'm so impressed with is Matt Olson handled that. Not everybody can do it. So Barreto, who tore it up in spring... I'm looking at it right now. By the way, I'm now just going to keep the AAA numbers up because we talk so much about the minor leagues. <laughs> I'm just going to – because every what's this guy doing? And I'm just going to keep it up every show. So when someone says, okay, what's his numbers, I'll have it right for you. All right, Franklin Barreto right now hitting 195. He has struck out 32 times in 20 games. Now – if you move him up to the big leagues, those numbers go away, and he starts at zero. But you just wonder, are they going to promote a guy who's having such a hard time making contact right now? Mateo, on the other hand, is killing it. He's hitting 346, and he's a middle infielder. He's a shortstop. He's got to be able to go over and play second base. I mean, he is, and, and, and he's athletic. That guy, he can run. And his OPS right now, his OPS is 346. He's got six doubles. So those are the two options that you're looking at. At some point, you're going to, if, if Profar, if something's wrong with the shoulder and he can't get right, at some point, you got to do what's best for him. I know you, you want to justify the acquisition. But you can't bury the guy mentally to, as Ken and Vince put it, you get to a situation to where you, you don't want him out there going, oh, my God, don't hit the ball to me. That's worst-case scenario. That could destroy the guy's year. I mean, if you're out there going, please don't hit it to me, th- that's scary. Let's go to Jesse in Pleasant Hill. 
Go ahead, Jesse. Tony, I think um, the best the best solution for Profar is to move him back to the role we had last year, where he was a utility player, because you know that may be just um, what he is. He might he might not be a second baseman. He might be a guy who's going to play left field a little bit, shortstop a little bit, a little bit of third. Second base is actually the position he had the least amount of experience in, and um, we're asking him to replace a guy who was an all-star last year. Not sure that's fair to him, and and also a guy you know who was popular in the clubhouse and helped a lot of our <clears throat> a lot of our young hitters, you know get better at hitting with his advice and all that, and now here comes Profar trying to fill his shoes at a position he's not really used to, and he's, you know, you know, he's trying to impress his new teammates. It's tough. You know, a team that won 97 games a year ago, obviously you could feel in the clubhouse they had expectations. It's it's a tough, um, I think the, the easiest way to get him back to familiarity is just to put him back to doing what he was doing before for his entire career. Um, make him a utility guy and, um, you know, see how he responds to that. Because I like Pender a lot. And, we, you know, I'm not going to go down that road again, but I think we all feel the same way about that guy. And, if, you know, Maybe he can be the everyday second baseman right now because if I have to pick between Barreto and Pender and Profar, I know who I'm taking, and I think I know who 99.9% of other ace fans are taking. So what do you think about moving Profar back to his utility role and just letting him go, go around the whole diamond? That's an option. You know, but if his arm's messed up, because obviously we're seeing all kind. We're now seeing him try and come way over the top. Is he compensating for something? And if he has some arm issues, do you really want to have him in the outfield? Yeah, I think he did have. He missed a couple years with a shoulder injury. I, I I remember hearing that about him. So if he's if he's injured, then he's got to go tell somebody. But if he does, if he's not injured. You know, it could just be mental. Who knows? But um, they got to do what's best for the team at this point. And right now, what's best for the team is not putting Profar out there in a position where he keeps failing over and over again on a team that has expectations. You know, when Simeon was at short making all those errors, there were no expectations. And so it was. you could just absorb that. And say, hey, look, this isn't about 2015. This is about a couple years from now. But we can't do that now. You know, I mean, there's there's expectations. They're selling access plans, and they just extended Chris Davis. We're trying to win. <laughs> no, we got to got to do what's best for the team right now. And Profar at second base is not what's best for the team. So it, I think before you just completely shoot his confidence and send him down to Triple A, you got to try to put him back to where he was before which is you know back to the back to the old um you know back to the old um uh, utility guy see if he can do that he's a switch hitter why not i, I try that for a little while and then if that doesn't work out then you got to shake your things up really big time and send him down to vegas i think you just made a very good point but i'm running out of time i'll talk to you hopefully tomorrow jesse but you just made a very good point 
as we got a short, shorter uh, post game here. He made a very, very good point, and that point is this. When Marcus Simeon was doing what he was doing, it was rebuild mode. So you could say, hey, listen, we're giving this kid a shot. He's going to make some errors, but, you know, we believe he can be a really good player. And they brought in Wash, and, and it turned out that uh, Marcus Simeon is number one right now in defensive run saves for shortstops. But if he made errors and you lost, okay. It didn't, you know, you, you weren't going to win anyway. And Jesse's point is, yeah, this team has expectations. They're trying to get back to the postseason. And you do not want to have this mentality of every single time a ball hit to second base, everybody's going, oh, my God, no. Right? You can't have that. You can't have that on championship ball clubs. You can't make 15 errors in 18 games. You can if they were in rebuild mode. You say, ah, keep him out there. He's 25. He'll work it out. You can't do that. You can't keep giving games away. Because you don't always, when you dig a hole, you don't always get your get out of it. Now, the A's in the past, we've seen them do that, and it's great. They turn it on in June. But you can't just always flip the switch in June. Sometimes you flip the switch. And I talk about all the, with all teams and all sports. Everybody talks about a switch. Well, sometimes you flip that switch, and then the light doesn't go on. Well, then what? It's a lost year. I'm just a little bit wor- I mean, I'm not a little. I'm worried. I'm just going to be honest with you. I'm worried. I'm rooting for hell for the guy. We all thought it was a great trade, and Profar's going to come in. And I mean, look at the ball he hit to center tonight. He's got power. It's just something inside his head. It's not firing. And I wonder if it's that and health. But you can't keep making errors, and God, you need Matt Olson back fast. I mean, and Bob Melvin talked about today, he's not going to, they're not going to change the timing because Canna's out, and they know that Kendry's not a great defensive first baseman. You're just you're going to put Matt Olson back in when he's ready to go. You're not going to rush it. And hopefully, when he comes back, the lineup starts to vibe again with him hitting behind Chris Davis. But man, it's been a tough, tough four games. There's no doubt about it. Aaron Brooks against Rick Porcello tomorrow, four ten first pitch. 8.60 a.m., 11.40 a.m., and also A's cast powered by TuneIn. I cannot wait to hear Vince sat down with Dave Dombrowski, the longtime executive, one of the tops, has won World Series with multiple teams, taking multiple franchises to the World Series as a president, GM. He's a really sharp guy, good guy, but his team's in trouble. I haven't heard it. I'm actually going to listen to it tonight. I'm going to cup some of it up for, for A's total access. But I guess he's brutally honest. They know they got trouble in Boston. And earlier today, if you didn't hear it, I'm going to be putting it up on a A's Unfiltered. I had on Rob Bradford from WEEI, the flagship station of the Red Sox. And he was like, there's panic around here. See, in Boston, when you lose, they don't say it's early. They don't give you the benefit of the doubt. They want you to win every month. <laughs> they want you to win every game. 
So when they start out 12 and 17, people are hitting the panic button. They got a big payroll, man. Wow. So I'm interested to hear on A's cast, I guess Dombrowski did not Dombrowski did not hold back. And he's a very honest guy, so it should be a fabulous interview with Vince Catronio. It's going to be coming out on A's cast. All right, that's going to do it. A's lose game one to the Red Sox 9-4. to We're back at 3.15 tomorrow with A's Total Access. Have a great night, everybody. This is Chris Townsend here to tell you about my new favorite restaurant, the Chicken Pie Shop of Walnut Creek. You have to try their world-famous chicken pie dinner, which has been served in Southern California for 80 years. That's the Chicken Pie Shop right off Main Street in downtown Walnut Creek, located at 1251 Arroyo Way. Parking's easy, perfect for events, daily drink and food specials. Best of all, the food is great. Check out their menu at chickenpieshopwc.com. That's chickenpieshopwc.com right off Main Street, Walnut Creek. Creek. Free parking, free drinks, and maybe even your favorite A's players flying into your lap. The Field Box is a great way to entertain clients or enjoy a game with your family and friends. Located next to each dugout, now is your time to get in on the action right from the field. To learn more about the Field Box and other premium seating options, visit athletics.com slash premium or call us at 510-638-GO-A's. That's 510-638-4627. Out it goes! Unbelievable! Chris Davis takes the team on his back! This has been the A's Clubhouse Show. Chris Davis with the A's ninth walk-off of the year. A long drive to right center that just kept on going. Thank you for joining this exclusive presentation of Oakland A's Baseball.